0: It's my own urine. I'm trying to fight that COVID. (laughs) Sour.
1: (laughs) Welcome to Up Next, the only podcast about music co-hosted by Best Friends. I'm one of your co-hosts, Andrew, joined always by
0: andrew's best friend steven
1: that's what he
0: thinks (laughs) hey how how the hell are you man i am totally fine (laughs) Ooh. in fact no hint of sarcasm i would say I i would say to you wait let me let me find the quote because i would say whoa i am better than you know
2: I'm already I'm already
1: dreading this episode.
0: (laughs) Hey, hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. It was a good run. (laughs) Andy, welcome back to the the cold white north.
2: It sucked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like we flew out. Um oh y'all crew, you probably know that I was in Florida and it was I mean, as good as Central Florida can be, that place is the last—I think Central Florida is what remains of the Wild West. And I know that makes no sense, but I feel like they just transplanted it there. Hmm. People are just insane. And I'm speaking purely on driving. Like, the first first thing we saw when we got on the highway to leave the airport was someone driving on a blown-out tire— On the rim, and you know they gotta get somewhere. Sure. So they're so they're driving like you know ten miles an hour, right, to get where they need. No, this fucker was keeping up with us at forty (laughs) five on a busted rim.
0: Imagine how rough of a ride that was.
1: Yeah, and then like I felt like I was in Vice City because these dirt bikers pull up to me, and it's I was turning left on a green, and they just shoot ahead of me. And then proceed to do a wheelie for the... I mean, it was impressive. Like, this guy must have kept it up for a mile. Impressive. But at the same time, I wanted him to crash and... (laughs) 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 Ha Yeah, man. Florida's great, and we flew into, like, five-degree weather. Yeah. Also, everything was super late. So our flight that was originally supposed to leave at, like, five in the evening, we ended up leaving at 10... 50 and then baggage claim took forever to get to us the long story short we didn't make it back into our, our apartment until like three o'clock in the morning and that Oof. sucked
0: but consider the bright side you got a totally unique and totally affordable lightsaber
1: that is true um i don't know why you're saying it that way i am a jedi and <laughs> <laughs> i'm a jedi and a wizard Uh so i'm not a ride person same. i can do attractions and i can get like i can do spooky scary shit but i hate the feeling of like being jettisoned mm-hmm. and drops hated. i'm with you i so I didn't,
0: I didn't remember that we were um aligned in this opinion yeah i don't do roller coasters or, or like yeah, spinny so the, things or mm, no
1: so alana like she, i mean many people in our group were ride people so she'd be like you can totally do this one so we're, we're in Universal, about to go on this Jurassic Park one, and it has a drop. And she goes, "It's like a ten foot drop, you know." It's just a little thing. I'm like, "Okay, fine," but my pansy ass is l- looking up. You know, and it's like, "How big is this drop?" Eighty five fucking feet, <laughs> That's and too much. the way that I threw a tantrum <laughs> in the middle of this, line. La- I was like, "Alana, you fucking la-. like," but it was like a t- it was a tantrum in vibe. Being performed by a thirty-one-year-old <laughs> trying to look like he's freaking out, <laughs> and she's like, "You can leave, you can get out of line." I was like, "No, I'd rather do it and hate you forever." So that's what happened. <laughs> and then, she, like, we go on this new Hagrid roller coaster, and she's like, "It's not really a roller coaster." And I am like, "All of the signs say high-speed roller coaster." Now, is it the most roller-coastery roller coaster? Obviously not, but I was just like alana <laughs> like you have to trust me when i tell you that i'm not into this shit long story short though i had a very great time
0: did did going on those rides um cure you of your disdain Aiden, Nope. not hated every minute of it I,
1: I can like handle this shit it's just very unenjoyable mm, yeah like i <laughs> i was trying not to scream out loud on that jurassic park one and I think I just blew my fucking throat out because I got, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got off the ride. I was like, we need to get a beverage now. <laughs> my throat is sore.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't do most rides or roller coasters. I did several years back. We went to Disneyland, the the proper Disney experience. And I did <laughs> like what, what they have for as far as roller coasters, which I think as far as I, my understanding is that's like the babyest of the baby. Um, roller coasters, and that was totally fine. But yeah, no, I'm with you. Don't like it.
2: But yeah, man. Other than that, uh,
1: let that aside. It was a fantastic trip. Um, it was my first adult trip, like with just friends. Mm -hmm. Fucking amazing, awesome.
0: I'm very happy to hear that. Did you meet any of your favorite characters?
1: Oh, I saw Chewbacca and Ray, Kylo Ren, um, and then. I saw you. I saw all your classics. Your Mickey's, your Minis, your Goofies, your stupid ass ducks. I did see these. There are these two ducks. We were boarding a ferry, and these are real ducks. These aren't like.
2: Not, not, <laughs> not I guess gashy. they are
1: Disney ducks. And then so, like they're just they're just ducking around. <laughs> But, like, it's too used to people because, like, they're just coming up to people and then there's this kid in a stroller like, duck! And I just wanted it to bite it so bad. <laughs> Not to, like, fuck up the kid, but for my entertainment.
0: Well, of course. Yeah. That's only but the actual. by
1: the byproduct is potentially that this kid would have a fear of ducks for a minute. Small price to pay.
0: Yeah, sure. Therapy can fix that. Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, knock on wood, we... Alana and I went to go do COVID tests today, just you know, double check, and uh, the rapid came back negative. Mm. So hoping, hoping the other one comes back negative, and so Disney was a success.
0: Awesome! We're which very happy for it. it that sounds were like s- fun.
1: So many people. It was weird being around so many people.
0: Mm. Yeah. In Florida, of all places.
1: Yeah, man. I literally the only other time I think you would be surrounded by that many people in Florida would be at your retirement party
0: (laughs) (laughs) smooth
1: (laughs) yeah that was a sick segue but yours truly uh we are going to check out uh an andy pick the album somewhat literate by the chicago band retirement party um hell yeah yeah
0: great band name by the way Uh, i'm a fan
1: solid solid and so this is a band Though it is my choice, Steve and I are kind of discovering them together because I only knew one song off the album. Which one was hooked,
2: it? Uh, Shoulder It. So then, Solid. I was like, ooh, this, this seems like an album to check out. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: do I talk about it? And then we give excuse excuse me, some high-level is, thoughts? I don't it, recall.
0: It's your duty to give background on the artist and album. Which I'm sure well, you, know, you I'm sure you did a lot of research. So
1: Yeah. Um I got the old Wikipedia pulled up. <laughs> Shout out to Wikipedia. Uh they're always asking for donations, so that means they have money to give. Sponsor us. Um This is not read word for word from Wikipedia. No. Uh so the group originally began in Troy, Michigan <laughs> under the name of Sunglasses on a plane. So Less good but name. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but uh, they're in Chicago and changed their name to Retirement Party. It is Avery Springer on guitar and vocals, Nick Cartwright, uh, other guitar, and then drummer James Ringness. And then I assume they just hired, like, they either played bass, you know, one of them played bass on the album, and mm-hmm. then someone, you know, just tours with them. And they had a self-released EP called Strictly Speaking. And then this album that we are going to uh, chat about came out in early 2018. And that's their debut full-length album. The song Passion Fruit Tea was named in Songs We Love by NPR. And they were also featured on Paste Magazine's The 15 Chicago Bands You Need to Know in
2: 2018.
1: Mm. And they had a second album full-length album runaway dog came out in 2020 and i found this review from the alternative that i wanted to share and this is from may 2018 by emily kitchen let's get straight to the point we all know reviews are always how about how many adjectives a writer can i'm gonna skip all this shit you don't <laughs> You don't need to spout a thesaurus in order to get you to listen to something literate. If you've listened to any of the singles you already know, it's, as the teens would say, a straight-up banger. Mm. For those who are just tuning in, Retirement Party is a three-piece power punk trio. Power pop punk trio from Chicago. Usually, I try to refrain from using the term pop punk to describe bands who aren't a group of dudes screaming about their ex-girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> but this band is full of fun... Fun pop riffs with an underlying punk beat. This is their first full-length album, and it shows a crisper, more polished side in relation to their debut EP. Strictly speaking, um, and I think that, in and of itself, sets like a good tone of, uh, no no quotes from Metacritic for this album, Ooh. but I know, but
0: it's because we're we're dealing in real deep cuts this week, this episode. We don't need Metacritic. Yes.
1: Precisely. So, <laughs> sorry. I'm also looking on the members part of their Wikipedia page. There's an Eddie Rodriguez, and I think that must be the bass player. Mm. who's it's, yeah, that's a retirement party, and this album. Do you, you want to say some high level thoughts real quick? Your overall impressions?
0: Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be you for a minute, okay? I'm just I'm gonna go like this. Andy, are you okay? <laughs> uh just kidding all jokes aside everyone knows andy's okay um i surprising surprising no one probably quite enjoyed this
1: (laughs) that's all i could think about listening i mean you know once i pulled up the lyrics i'm like "Ooh, is this a steve album
0: (laughs) yeah so setting that aside for a minute i mean just musically like, oh, my God, it's so catchy. Like, I am I love throughout it the just guitar riffs and solos. Um, incredible drumming, I thought, throughout. Um, another thing I really like is most of the vocals throughout the album are delivered in sort of this, like, laid-back, almost, like, deadpan, kind of cool delivery, while the music, like, the guitars and drums is going crazy, doing all of this... All this wild shit. And I, I love that contrast. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Now, when you read the lyrics, <laughs> cons- <laughs> <laughs> considerably less fun in general. Um, but, you know, I appreciate them. Uh, it it sure is emo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll, we'll get into some of the lyrics when we go through the track by track. But, yeah, it's my, my overall thoughts, it's a lot of fun to listen to. Very catchy love the energy
2: i you?
1: just agree with everything you said um music and again i'm the music man uh music, great music the lyrics so steve <laughs> but i i thought it was just like everything you said it's catchy it's I just like the sounds, you know, sometimes you'll just be like, oh, sitting in those that chord progression, which, Mm -hmm. you know, a Mm -hmm. lot of I I think a lot of these songs. Again, when we when we pigeonhole punk, right, it's not that they're the most complex, but they're really good at breaking things up or layering things or adding enough things that they could just do two to three chords a song, but Mm -hmm. it feels so much different. Uh, And I'm not saying that's their entire vibe, but I did like. If he, you remember Two Door Cinema Club, Two Door Cinema Club's guitarist just has like a ton of little licks. Every song mm-hmm. just has him doing little licks, you know, and that kind of is what this guitarist did, but uh, you know, in a very their way, it wasn't. Yeah, but
0: like nonstop.
1: Yeah, and in in a way that it it was nice. It was a nice layer in addition to the vocals, and then sometimes they were be in sync and you Mm -hmm. were like oh that's tight that's really good
0: (laughs) yeah i was gonna say like um so a like it's definitely way more technical than i expected it to be just as far as like the complexity of some of the riffs and like the way there's a lot of really precise um like rests you know and and hits that the whole band will will uh do in unison but then what you were just talking about with like when the vocals and guitars or just band in general come into sync like i was thinking for a lot of these songs it's almost as if the guitar bass and drums and the vocalist are like playing two different songs (laughs) like the the vocals (laughs) like the music sort of ignores the fact that the vocals exist but then once in a while like they kind of they acknowledge each other like they
1: they remind each other they're at the same yeah like
0: (laughs) they, they either get in sync or like or the music will um, there'll be a, a pause where the vocals can have some space. I really enjoyed that.
1: And then, like you said, too, the I loved the vocal delivery. Clearly, yeah. clearly gives a shit about this because you know, <laughs> recorded an album, but I'm like, she's too cool for school, yeah, or has some things she's working on,
0: <laughs> or both. To reference <laughs> our other unreleased pilot episode, um, it, it sort of reminded me of, um, the uh oh shit i'm forgetting the band's name. Fontaines DC. Uh, yeah, Fontaines DC how like that that delivery on the vocals is sort of just like yeah, too cool for school laid back <laughs> like and then for for this band especially it's just such a nice contrast with everything musically.
2: Yeah.
1: I usually reserve the term pop punk for bands that aren't boys screaming about their ex-girlfriends. <laughs> Uh, well, do you want to
0: scream sometimes about this? Sometimes it's girls screaming about their mental illness. And I'm punk. here for it. Don't get me wrong.
1: <laughs> you want to scream about this album track by track?
0: Well, I would, but I heard that's how people die. I'm
1: so angry.
2: <laughs>
1: I like <laughs> the, oh, just like the opening line. I think cancer's is going to kill me because I got a real bad sunburn when I was 13. I'm like, all right. And then, you know, all this is chill. Like, it's a pretty clean guitar sound, and it's just mm-hmm. guitar and her singing. But then it comes in, and you're mm. like, yeah!
0: It's kind of, I mean, it's a it's a good opening track, got to say that. But the, the way everything comes in with, like, that feedback and everything it, it is evocative to me of, like, a concert live performance. Like I can just imagine them coming on stage to
2: this. Real nice real that. nice energy. It's tasty. And this is it really hits them with the uh
1: I, I guess a lead guitar, right? Just mm-hmm. just doing little riffy things next to the vocals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so is the did you say the lead vocalist is also the lead guitarist? No. No. Okay. I don't think she is. So I was gonna say I can't imagine playing some of this stuff and singing
1: oh no a lot of what she sings is so disjunct rhythmically Mm -hmm. yeah and and not like in a shitty way it just is and then to play the licks at the same time i couldn't imagine yeah
0: and like you mentioned there must be when they perform live at least one or two other musicians because this can't be a trio right (laughs) there's like two or three guitars alone
1: well they have a i was watching a bit of their audio tree performance Mm -hmm. um on the old youtube's before this and yeah it's they have it's four people okay but uh yeah i check it out check it out listeners i'll
0: throw in the show notes i thought it was funny the line about i think a plague is gonna kill me this is recorded <laughs> just a couple of years before uh the now times
1: the now times yeah, yeah. um what else did I <laughs> literally the first one of the first things i wrote in this is maybe steve will relate to this anxious song <laughs>
0: I was gonna say it it's very funny to imagine someone being like, oh, I got sunburned when I was a kid, I might get I might die of cancer, but I totally relate to that sort of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> like not that specifically, but yeah.
1: Do you worry about just things? <laughs> Have yeah. you ever
0: worried about stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever not? <laughs> uh yeah, and then the mm. other thing, this track has a really nice kind of breakdown at the end.
1: They do. I like, I would say that this this band is, you know, I want to say formulaic, but not in a bad way, right? You know, especially if you look up, shout out to Genius, sponsor mm. us. If you look at their breakdowns at
2: what is the verse and the chorus, um, it's very verse, chorus verse, Chorus,
1: get like instrumental mm-hmm. outro, yeah, and that's how a lot of them are. But it, I still was entertained the entire time, absolutely. Hey, <laughs> I have no good segue. <laughs> no. This next song's called Scene 48.
0: So I wrote just because I didn't realize this was going to apply to pretty much every song. I wrote more fun guitar. <laughs> <laughs> but that shit that's what you're in for in this album.
1: Yeah, I don't know what made me write this. Oh, I wrote giving me late 90s vibes for some reason.
0: Oh, interesting. I I have another song that gave me those vibes. We'll get to it later.
1: I think and I think really it's just because this reminds me of a song off the Digimon movie soundtrack. <laughs>
0: Never saw that one, believe it or not.
1: (laughs) Um, and also just, you know, I like her because she sings lower, Mm -hmm. I think, in her voice a lot. So these harmonies added are upper Mm -hmm. and it it's a nice sound. Whenever she throws in harmonies, I'm very like, this is a fucking amazing sound.
0: One thing I noticed about the tracks in general is so this is like almost a four minute song. And maybe I was just used to the how many lyrics were in the Lucky Dacus record. (laughs) But (laughs) there's relative... I was surprised that the relative... like, There's relatively few lyrics in most of these songs, even on the longer ones. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm okay with.
1: Well, this song, right, pretty much has just, like, a minute of outro.
0: Which is awesome. Yeah, the whole second half. Right. It reminds me of early Alkaline Trio in that way. Like, their first record or two, they had a lot of really extended... Um just like jam session musical outros. I love it. Um, one thing uh, that really stands out to me on this song is in the verses. Um if it's like four measure four bars, say, like the first two will just be sort of a standard rock beat, and then the third one's all the instruments are just on the quarter notes, and then the fourth one they're all on the eighth notes. Um just a fun, fun little rotation changing up the feel throughout the verse.
2: You are getting
1: so musically knowledgeable. Oh, yeah, I know about
0: about quarter notes and eighth notes.
1: (laughs) Hey, you know, that's leagues beyond some of my beginner students. Well,
0: I got that going for me.
1: Steve is better than a five-year-old, but just barely.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, lyrically, we kind of just got, like, a a nice song of self-loathing here. (laughs) Sometimes I think I could do anything. (laughs) Then I think better of it. Like, yeah, no. (laughs) I'm excited
1: to just hear how you personally relate to every song.
0: We don't have to talk about that. Well, I don't you know, know that I could shoulder it.
1: Ooh, that's good. Oh, mm. that was clever. Because yeah. uh, uh, I was just going to make a very crass segue, but you did it. This is, the, this is the song that made me want to suggest this. And I feel like I said this when I showed it to you it gave me a like, sincere engineer vibes
0: mm, yeah i get that very catchy opening riff obviously that's this all this band I'm, is just catchy riffs i love it
1: it's a sick riff mm-hmm. i love it
0: by the way is this the band that last time i was down in chicago with you we were like walking down the street and you were like oh i heard this new midwest emo band but i'm not gonna i was like who is it i want to check them out you're like i'm not gonna tell you because you're gonna like them and then i'll feel bad <laughs> Is that, was that yeah this band? yeah
1: this is them because i can't remember where i read it but it was like they're midwest emo and i'm like are they
0: i think by definition yeah
1: by yes <laughs> by by uh, geographical location i this is the first thing i wrote mm. i love this song <laughs> give strong sincere engineer vibes um i really like in the second verse when they're just hammering the the backbeats you know yeah. just two and four Ugh. It's beautiful, and that sweet Dick guitar solo.
0: We got to get like a bell for for the first time of the episode that we mentioned the sweet Dick guitar solo.
1: Well, you're the one that uh, edits this, so
0: I can do that. Um, this is kind of a—I mean, I know a lot of the songs are a bummer, but this one's kind of—it's like half bummer, half sweet, right? Lyrically, it's kind of like it's about—I yeah. uh, don't know, like a romantic relationship or some sort of relationship that has come to an end, but the person really helps the songwriter
1: well that's that looking at the lyrics i i similarly thought that like okay it's like a bittersweet like she's bummed out but it's like you know this relationship with you whatever type of relationship it was taught me how to just handle it right taught me how to carry this weight how to shoulder it if you will
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes yes (laughs) people do be shouldering weights (laughs) I'm just, I'm just in the gym,
1: shouldering these weights. People are like, "Sir, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Just getting these emotions off my chest and onto my shoulder." <laughs> they're I'm like, just... "You gotta, you gotta pay to be in here, sir."
0: <laughs> Jeez. Um. <laughs> well, you want to know what's in this cup right here?
1: I hate you, but what?
0: Well, it sure is howling passion fruit tea.
1: I like, uh, it's like the three bars of four instead of like a four bar phrase between the choruses and the verses. And a night there's a nice little breakdown after the verse mm. and then like the halftime chorus out. Mm. And also, this is another tune where the guitar licks are super solid during the singing. I had to read that because this is also when I was like, oh, this is a constant and I need to stop writing
2: that.
0: <laughs> yeah, at, 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 by this point, I stopped writing cool guitar riffs. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's every track. Um,
1: and this is a song that NPR
2: loved.
0: I gotta say, I love it too. It's very... I gotta stop saying catchy. They're all catchy. It just—I love the way it grooves, um, especially the "Owe me, owe me, everybody owes me" like that whole bit.
2: Yeah, she does have
1: these really nice lyrical bits where you're like, "All right, that's the pop coming in." Yeah, (laughs)
2: dude,
0: Um, I
1: may not—I may not have a job. (laughs) You do. I do.
0: I was gonna finish the
1: rest of the lyric, but I forgot it, and it went by too fast.
2: Passion tea.
1: You got any other sweet dick comments?
0: Um, not really on this one. No.
1: Dude, did I tell you when I was in Florida that there was a surprising lack of truck stop casinos?
0: Kidding. <laughs>
1: This song, this is the one where I got the Midwest emo vibes, because I really liked the guitar moving with the wo o which I thought was really nice, and then after like the chorus is when that Midwest kind of emo vibe takes place, mm-hmm. and I love it. I just love drums going crazy with guitar licks.
0: Is this the one that has some like horns in the outro at the end, yeah, yeah, I just at the very end. That was pretty cool. That was a nice touch,
1: yeah, this song is pretty sick.
0: I was gonna say, aside from the addition of horns i the rest of the album, I appreciate the not overdone production, like it's very kind of bare bones, which I think is fitting for the the music um this one until the end. Is a lot more of a chill vibe, I think, than yeah, songs you've had so far. Yeah. Nice change of pace.
1: I also. No, we already said the horns. Yeah, this mm. one's. I don't know. On the corner of despair and prosperity. <laughs> feel that. Yeah. Yeah, more,
0: more self loathing. <laughs> well, that's not really self loathing. That's just more like, I'm not doing so good. <laughs> that's just a critique of
1: your position <laughs> in life. <laughs>
2: Uh
0: I like I like the line, you know, maybe I don't sleep enough. Well Jesus Christ, who am I kidding? (laughs) Which I don't know whether to take that as I actually sleep a ton and I still feel like shit, or who am I kidding that like getting more sleep's gonna, you know, fix everything. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Take a walk, meditate. Do you try journaling? Get your eight hours.
1: What sorry, I was just re listening to the the outro. Mm-hmm. That's sick. What a sick song, dude! I agree. Uh, are you? Are you my mother?
0: Surprisingly, yes. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say, "What you like Everything
2: to be." Said, to
1: there are openings. What? <laughs> Nothing. Uh. Are you okay? Wait, what is there? There's this is one part. Of, yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> is your mom okay? <laughs> oh, she's great. There's this one part of this song. um, I can't remember what the lyrics are, but it's like she says family, and the stress of it is so ridiculous, and I love it.
0: Oh, it's the guy that killed three members of his own family.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like you saying Modelo to... That like that it was that level of holy shit, that was hilariously wrong. <laughs> uh
0: one uh thing lyrically I noticed is she says maybe I should just be a little more kind, which I think is a callback to track one. It is. And it there's a couple is. of those, which I think is cool. Once again, I'm such a sucker for because I like music in the form of albums, so I like even just a little touch like that where the songs Acknowledge that they are part of an album <laughs> with other <laughs> songs, like yeah, it gets me
1: do you like when uh I also wrote that too, maybe I should just be a little more kind. call back, do you like when the <laughs> there 's a the little drop out of the drums and they come back with a nice little tom groove
0: I do mm. let 's see. I wrote that this one had a a sweet Dick guitar outro solo.
1: And a really Sweet. weird
0: weird tone on it. Yep. Some cool shit. Yeah,
1: little screechy screeches.
0: <laughs> I just wrote, This is definitely a song written by a depressed person.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I feel bad. I'm not laughing at it, but you know. It is what it is. I yeah. I like it. <laughs> for what it's yeah. worth.
1: Dude. You know what really helps with depression is uh, if you take your vitamins.
0: It's a a bullshit lie. (laughs) This is the one that gave me like late 90s, early aughts, alt-rock vibes for some reason. I can't think of who it reminds me of specifically.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I I wrote this as a different vibe, Mm -hmm. again, from like, you know, like... Not low energy, but just, like, a calmer vibe. Yeah. Um, Not as frantic. Oh, oh I did write, kind of giving me Weezer vibes. Like, 90s Weezer vibes.
0: I think that is a band that crossed my mind when I was trying to nail down, like, what it was reminding me of. And so maybe maybe there's something to that.
1: I also like, in verse 2, it's like, complaining about the cold, but we'll never move south. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep.
0: Yeah, I think... Like to me, this is just sort of a like lyrically a song of just resignation, right? Like, yeah, I don't like the cold here, but I'm not gonna do anything about it. I think in the first verse, she's like, yeah, I'm just kind of acknowledging I'm never gonna be happy. Like, ugh, <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, and man. she's got spit stuck in her throat, which that's always uncomfortable. By the way, I love I love the way that hook
2: grooves. I love the way that hook grooves is such a good phrase. Do you dig it? I dig it, dude. Do you know what else I dig? Um I didn't think we were gonna talk about that on the podcast. Are we thinking well, about the same thing yeah, grand
1: ass to mouth sorry <laughs> grand grand am this one I um. I love just so. I'm a sucker for major sevenths in anything, oh, major yeah. seventh chords, and that's so much. And I liked the guitar doubling, moving with the vocals in the second line of the chorus. I'm like, oh, mm. that's. I think this is. I say pretty lightly, but I think that like this is just a pretty song. It sounds yeah pleasant. Those clean, I like it. those
0: clean guitars have just a, a very pretty riff and tone. I would say.
1: Also, like on the outro. She takes the vocals up the octave. Yeah, and I'm like, that's like a that. nice touch.
0: Yeah, that's this is one of the kind of rare occasions where she kind of abandons that laid back, like just kind of in the in the pocket feel on the vocals. But yeah, I appreciate that a lot. That that shift upward. I wouldn't have known it was an octave, because I don't know shit about fuck. But <laughs>
1: Very astutely, uh, <laughs> I loved that. Do you know shit about fuck? <laughs>
0: um, My main note on this one was the Sweet Dick guitar solo. I'm just and at the
1: Sweet Dick guitar solo. By
0: track eight on this album, I wasn't just noting the guitars on every song, so this one did stand out to me.
2: It is pretty sweet. Dick. (laughs) The sweetest dick.
0: The existence of sweet dick implies (laughs) sour (laughs) dick, bitter dick.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Savory
0: dick, (laughs) salty dick.
1: Spotted dick, yeah, there's a
0: lot of... This (laughs) is just... (laughs) Spicy dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty. It is, it is, Um... I like it
1: yeah i have nothing else but
0: adoration for this too (laughs) um sweet man well what was the in your estimation the origin of the universe
1: um a turtle jizzed into the sky um or there was this thing called the big boo
0: (laughs) (laughs) close we were looking for big bang
1: This is the off-brand version of the Big Bang,
0: <laughs> Kirkland. Uh, the Kirkland origin of the universe.
1: Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole other discount multiverse of us right now.
0: I might want to go there.
1: Um, this one was giving me. I wrote early 2000s vibes, and I liked. They just have a lot, there's. They have a lot of effects or feedback, mm-hmm. and it just makes just a lot of sound, a lot of cacophony, and I like that. I also like the line, my bank account is lower than I claim. I've been there. (laughs) I can't relate. Well, when you choose the fucking fulfilling life of an accountant.
0: (laughs) Uh, Listeners at home, you can't see this, but Andy can see that my room is just filled with dollar bills. I'm Scrooge McDuckin over here.
1: He's actually broken several bones trying to dive into (laughs) his pool of gold (laughs) coins.
0: (laughs) I, this one, the word I use to describe this song, especially the guitars and the riffs during the verses compared to the others, it's, it's much chunkier to me, sort of a heavier yeah, feel, which I like. There's
1: there's some chunk in this.
0: Chunk. And it's just, it's once again, another, f- like, a fun, high-energy song, um, and that kind of goes along with, lyrically, it's kind of like a fuck you song. It's kind of like a defiant song, the way I read it anyway, um. You know, to, to anyone telling one how to live their life or how to think, you know? That's the way I read it anyway. I'm better than yeah. you know. Which, it's very funny, like considering every other song on this record. <laughs> it's just like, I'm not sure I believe you.
1: <laughs> you know, I feel like you need, you just need to let me in. I feel like I'm tearing down at the walls of Jericho.
0: Keep walking, pal. <laughs>
1: Um, I thought this was another one that was just pretty and lovely. Yeah, I just like the chords. It was just a gorgeous sounding tune. I also like the hook of the of just Jericho.
0: Yeah. It's funny that you think that you, you say, like, it's, it's gorgeous and beautiful. I don't disagree, but to me it's like a kind of more somber sounding tune. Oh, you som- the others. somber can be beautiful. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I think it goes along with the lyrics, because once again, this is... Very much a depression song.
1: I also wrote that I like. I like the nice little outro.
2: Can confirm. It's nice.
1: Right. It's just. (laughs) It's just nice. Um. I'm so bad
2: at talking about music.
1: (laughs) They. uh, It's nice because they (laughs) shift tonal centers. Okay.
0: Thank you for that. You. (laughs) You bring the quality to the show. I'm just like I like the way it sounds. God. All right. Um
2: there is no god here
0: word <laughs> or anywhere dude i put on some weight over the holidays and these pants are bursting at the seams <laughs> painted on a spreadsheet.
1: this one you know i like going the route of this is this is a closing out tune mm-hmm. it's a closing tune but starting off kind of calm, no drums, right? And then when the drums come in, they're not super heavy. They're there, but they're mm-hmm. not. Um, This is another one I wrote, like, lovely tune. Being aware is far worse than not ever knowing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah.
0: Ignorance is bliss.
1: <laughs> I also, yeah, this is then, another
0: one that, like, it, it starts out lower energy. It kind of builds, but then I think it kind of goes out with a whimper. Which is, yeah yeah it does um, i thought it was nice yeah it's a good song um
1: did you like that um it ends with at the end yeah. of the day maybe it's cancer that's gonna kill me nice once little bookend
0: once again it, it's those little things i know it's not like the most ingenious complex thing in the world but those little touches do it for me um, I really enjoyed the murals painted on a spreadsheet, because, oh boy, I love a good spreadsheet.
2: <laughs> no? Nothing? Okay. No. Fuck you. I'm just listening to this, this little whimper and outro. Mmm. 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 It's tasty. And this is, uh, Depression, the song, part three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> this album <laughs> this album is the depression um <laughs> but i mean yeah man those are the seams
0: the seams While well, we did it we talked about
2: all the songs oh man who who do uh, did you uh, i love this <laughs> album
0: i'm surprised I'm really, that because i knew you hadn't listened to the whole thing i'm i'm surprised that you um
2: feel that hard for it dude feel that, that strongly about it that yeah. positive on it
1: yeah i mean well i guess that speaks more volumes to it than i was gonna say because you know sometimes i go well if i live with this album a little longer i'd mm-hmm. probably like it a little more but this one I'm just like, nope. It got me.
0: It didn't take. Maybe a if with...
1: I, maybe if I live with it a little longer, I'll hate it. Like you know, <laughs> like a romantic partner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: I'm <laughs> <laughs> kidding. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't be surprised because I know you like give me a hard time for listening to like sad, whiny music. But I know some of the music you like is basically on the same level as this, as far as lyrical sadness.
1: Yeah, but I'm just a happier person, so I can pull sure. it off.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, you know,
1: it's like if you listen to a band, they're like, "Ooh, Steve, you should probably talk to someone." And if I listen to it, they're like, "You're quirky." <laughs> 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 you know those quirky emo kids.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, all right, who's who gives their their uh, concluding thoughts Dude. and ratings? Well, oh, we have to talk, we have to talk about rating scale, huh?
1: Uh, sads <laughs>
2: um God, i didn't think about this at all oh, shocker um what if we did yeah, rotting corpses uh
1: what if we did sunburns we could do sunburns we could do passion fruit teas we could do mothers <laughs>
0: um i like sunburn yeah i like that
1: all right sunburns let's do it to it you go first it's
0: it's suns burn
1: (laughs) suns burn (laughs) how many suns have burned you
0: (laughs) just the one um as of yet all right so uh in conclusion yeah really enjoyed this album gotta say going into it it being an emo album a, I was happy that it wasn't a male vocalist, songwriter. B, I was satisfied with the lack of, the relative lack of melodramatic content. Like, you know, it's still sad person music, but it's not um kind of the cliche you think about of, especially like the early mid-aughts emo scene. I'm looking at you, the used Um musically it's (laughs) it's just so damn good uh so catchy such awesome guitar work and drum work no offense to the bassist i just there's so much else going on i hardly (laughs) hardly had time to pay attention to what the bass was doing i'm sure it was fabulous um and yeah just i appreciate the i don't know i gotta say writing songs like
2: this um just like the lyrics I appreciate it. You know, it's it's uh it's cool.
0: So, my rating in in terms of Sun's Burn um I'm going to go ahead and right now as I sit here tonight feeling good about this after my talk with you Andy, I'm going to give it a 4 Sun's Burn out of 5.
2: Dude, fuck. Yeah. Um <laughs> I I'm
1: not a lyric man. I know this is a shock to many people listening. I think Andy m-
0: Andy's actually only um somewhat literate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never <laughs> I've never read more than 5 words at a time. I actually I have the power to freeze time, so every time I read off Wikipedia, I just read 5 words, pause for a day to learn the next 5, and anyway.
2: An interesting tactic. Um fooled you. Anyway, Sorry, I got some spit caught in my throat. throat)
1: I think that... I don't know. I think that it's it's a groovy thing. Like, I was significantly more impressed. I liked Shoulder It, and and, like Mm. we were talking about. I was impressed with how more technical a lot of the playing was Mm -hmm. on the rest of the album. And I... I'm just impressed, and uh the whole album went on went on my listening playlist. Absolutely, so, I gotta check out
0: their other full length too.
1: So I'm gonna give this bad this bad puppy a five sunburns out of wow. five. Yeah, I know. Bew, bew,
0: bew. Nice. It's been it's been a while since we've assigned a five. I think.
2: Mm. Are, congrats, are you looking it up right now? Congrats
0: to retirement party. Of course, I'm looking it up in the <laughs> spreadsheet. Everyone, we have a spreadsheet full of arcane forbidden knowledge.
1: I can't wait to kill you.
0: (laughs) Let's see. You assigned a five to Emily's de-evolution and I assigned a five to Jeff Rosenstock's worry.
1: Those are our only fives?
0: Yeah, this is the the third five. There's been plenty of
2: of, uh, four and a halfs. Interesting. So, yeah. Cool. Um, well, c- congratulations,
1: retirement party. Uh, yeah. You're in Chicago. Let's hang out.
2: <laughs> what do you got going on? Yeah.
1: <laughs> can I be, can I be your fifth band member?
2: Can uh, I be your Ringo? <laughs> uh, all right. Um. <laughs> uh is it that
0: time of the episode where we do homework
1: i think it's that time yeah
0: oh you're gonna be so (laughs) this is hilarious you're gonna be so mad at me i'm so
1: (laughs) butthole is clenched in anticipation
0: (laughs) good (laughs) so you know me i like to come at you with the new hotness (laughs) that shit that's popping i'm so angry <laughs> that all the youths are talking about so i actually i had something way cooler in mind um but i'm trying to just follow like i i think a few episodes back i mentioned that i'm trying to just follow my heart and just i'm gonna assign whatever's on my mind oh my god yeah.
1: stop drawing
2: this out <laughs> this is painful
0: so you're gonna I'm, I'm like embarrassed and scared and it's What are you doing? Don't worry about it. (laughs) It feels ridiculous to even be saying this, but our homework... um, We're listening to the
2: goddamn Beatles. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I'm gonna cut
0: you in half
1: with my lightsaber.
0: (laughs) Have you heard of this band?
1: (laughs) I'm trying to kill you.
0: (laughs) Are you familiar with the Beatles? (laughs)
1: <laughs> barely
0: oh good okay so they're the like least... they're
1: like the monkeys right
0: uh, roughly so the reason i picked this is i recently finished uh there's a that documentary. documentary yeah yeah i recently finished that which it's a it's a very well-done documentary i think even if you're not a big beatles fan i mean i think it's very long so like it's like a season of tv basically so you either have to be a pretty big beatles fan or just really into music Documentaries or music, but it's fascinating. It's, it's really well done. Uh, but anyway, I've been really listening to the album that came out of the sessions that were recorded in the documentary uh, "Let It Be." Um, so we're gonna talk about that, and specifically, we're going to talk about the I think 2003 remix remaster of "Let It Be," which is called "Let It Be," dot 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 naked. Um, so yeah, that's your homework.
2: It wasn't working for a
1: minute, but now you can see by the glow of my purple blade that I'm livid.
0: <laughs> Are you actually upset? Do you, do you no, dislike the Beatles?
1: it's stupid. Rude. Okay, that's enough of that. Okay, <laughs> let it be naked.
0: Let it be naked. And we're going to record the episode in the nude, obviously.
1: I'm mostly... I'm Winnie the Pooh in it right now. You've never seen it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> well, fantastic! I can't wait.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Um, curious to see what you think of it. Curious to see what I think of it. Um, it's got kind of an interesting backstory, so that'll be fun to talk
2: about. Stoked! So yeah, that's your homework. Do it. Dig it. Dig it up. Uh, uh, oh. I'm going to make you listen to the Holes soundtrack. <laughs> of what? Holes. Holes.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I never saw that. Mm, shocker. <laughs> all right. Um. So we did the homework. We did the ratings. Um. All right, people. Show notes, okay? We got links in there. We got all Andy's stuff. We got our playlists. We've got our, once again, our spreadsheet of forbidden knowledge. Uh, what else do we have yeah it's mostly it follow Andy on the socials listen to Andy's other shows it's all in the show notes look at the show notes the show notes
2: he works
1: really hard at them yes <laughs> so support him
0: <laughs> Um, I've also I've given up on the listener polls because <laughs> no one no we got like no responses <laughs> so
2: fuck all y'all
1: you know what I do to people that don't respond to listener polls?
2: <clears throat> Damn it. <laughs> Didn't turn on. There we go. That's awesome.
0: All right. Um, well, Andy, I have a question for you. Yes. Does that feel like a podcast? Yeah, it
2: feels like a podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> well, that's a wrap. <laughs>
1: Bye, everybody.
0: Goodbye. At the end of the day, maybe it's cancer that's gonna kill me.
1: You just said you're recording now, and now I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how yeah, that man. works. We've got it done to a, I, a I love how genuinely excited <laughs> I am
2: every time we do that. <laughs> um.